And today on the 19th hole, we'll be chatting with VP of Sales, Bill Eason of Sweetens Cove Spirits. Warp glass. Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of bounds. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back to the Birdies and Bourbon Show. Uh, th- this is going to be a treat today. It's uh, it's two of my favorite things in in life, if you will. Um, bourbon and golf, shocking. Uh, whiskey and golf, either way you want to look at it. And it's uh, it's one of my favorite brands in both whiskey and golf. Um, happy to be joined by VP of Sales for Sweeten Sweeten's Cove Spirits, Bill Eason. Bill, how you doing today? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Glad to have you here. Yeah, sneaking a sneaking a sip there. So big sip. um so <laughs> big sip. That's what Marianne says anyway. Um so so we're gonna peel back the uh we're we're gonna dig get in the barrel and talk a little about Sweetens Cove spirits. I'm sure we're gonna talk a little golf. Uh may get into a little tournament that's happening in Ponte Vedra Beach yeah. uh this weekend. Uh but before we do, um Bill How'd you wind up at Sweetens Cove Spirits? So I've been, uh, I've kind of worked in the, uh, you know, for those of you who don't, uh, I'll go in a little bit of detail. But anyway, so the bars and restaurant world is known as the on-premise for obvious reasons in our industry. And I'd come up through the on-premise. I'd owned a couple of restaurants and bars. And um, so I had some experience in that way. And then ended up moving to Connecticut to reconnect with, with the lady who is now my wife and took a job with the distributor up there and then really got deep dive into some of the off-premise, so retailer side of things, and really kind of learn that business inside and out, and uh, move move back to Nashville, which is my hometown and where I currently reside, uh, and was working for a supplier on the gin side of things, and they did some white whiskey, so some shine, and uh, got a call from a guy named Greg Nazer, who's a big wig at Libman Brothers here in Nashville, phenomenal guy, phenomenal company, and happens to be our distributor for Sweetens Cove in uh, most of the state of Tennessee, at least in the central and eastern part of Tennessee. And uh, he said, I've got a really interesting opportunity for you. Let me know if it's something you think you might want to uh, talk about. So I called him back and said, what you got? And he said, are you familiar with Sweetens Cove? I said, of course I am. And he said, they're looking for a, you know, a, a regional kind of guy to come in and manage Tennessee and grow, grow, grow. And at that point, we really only had Texas and Georgia and and Tennessee with te- with Tennessee and Georgia being the first two markets that were launched back in 2020 before I was even with the company. And um, so I came on in kind of a, a southeastern regional role and we just started going and going and going. And, uh, you know, our founder, Mark Rivers, and our GM, Jared uh, Poe, had done a really good job on getting us, you know, getting the hoopla and the, you know, the the mystique out there and really getting people excited about the brand. Obviously, with the celebrity ties with Peyton and Andy Roddick and, uh, you know, Drew Holcomb and and uh, those guys, you know, it, it really kind of had a little lure to it. So I was excited to get on board. We grew quick, so we immediately started rolling out into um, Indiana was a natural for us with regard to Peyton's kind of, you know, iconic status there. Colorado was the same way, so we went into Colorado. then Kennedy, Kentucky, you know, Kentucky was a big one for us. And, uh, you know, the good folks in Kentucky always look at Tennessee and anybody doing bourbons out of Tennessee without a kind of side eye us a little bit. <laughs> but um, our distributors up there were, were super nice and gave us a shot. We over we overproduced and they were really happy and complimentary about, about that. And uh, we've just continued to roll out. We're now just um, this year we've opened uh, seven new markets uh, since January 1st. So uh, my team and I are going hard. We're now in 16 markets, um, including some online markets that you could get us in, being New York, Jersey. And um, so we're just going hard. And it's uh, we're growing at a nice 
nice steady clip. We've got a lot of good things going on with the brand. And uh, I think we're probably done growing for this year. But, I mean, we've just added Florida, which is a monster market. We've just added Arizona, another really nice market. And then we're launching California April 1st. So uh, that's, a, yeah, that, that's a monster one for us. And uh, we're all just kind of, uh, as, as ownership likes to say, we're all drinking from a fire hose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, straight, straight from the bottle, if you will, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So I, I got a lot of questions. Some of this yeah. stuff you, you've Fire probably away. been asked dozens of times and yeah. uh, some of it you're probably not going to answer. Uh, by the yeah. way, so the first question is, when am I going to see you at Sweetens next time? When's the next time I'll see you there? That's a really good question. It depends on when Matt will uh, allow me to come back. You know, I mean, Adamski <laughs> checks in with me all the time, but he doesn't, unless he needs me to come pour liquor at something, I don't know. He never calls me and says, hey, do you want to come swing the club? It's always like, hey, can you bring a bottle with you? Uh, do you have a sample bottle with anything that we can try or taste or whatever? Um, but no, all kidding aside, I mean, Matt's fantastic to me. He's a great asset for the brand. The course, obviously, is everything. And the tradition for the, you know, there, there wouldn't be a brand without that great course. And, you know, I think we all have a pretty special place in our heart. Yeah, course holds a special place in our heart. Sure. And uh, me included. Um, so, you know, I think last time I saw you was Ugly Sweater. Ooh, and, boy. Uh, that hey. got ugly early man i mean i and i left i actually did not partake because i had meetings in chattanooga so i couldn't partake but um i think this was the first time we had the 2022 uh yeah. was uh kicking and uh we were showing everybody how the top comes off and there's a ball mark and uh uh, all credit, yes, all credit to uh, our GM, Jared Poe, for that little nugget because he does all of our packaging. And, uh, yeah, for those of you who don't know, the uh, our, our bar topper, which is what that piece is called, um, on this year uh, is the first year it pops off and becomes a, a commemorative ba- uh, ball mark. And so that's going to theoretically change every year. I'm not tipping my hat because honestly, this is not something that uh, is in the works. But you know, let's just say next year's release was finished in a Cabernet cask. Yeah. Then maybe that coin would be kind of a burgundy color, oh, nice. and then have a different message or something like that. And then it, you know, it's going to change every year, probably with color and scope. But that's kind of um, you know, somebody recently told me on another podcast they were like, "Hey, this is like your Blanton's uh, horse." but kind of cooler, especially for the golf folks. So we're excited about it. It was clever. Um, we talked about, you know, wouldn't this on the earlier releases before it popped off, we were like, wouldn't this be cool if it popped off and a uh, tip of the hat to Jared, he was able to make that happen. And, um, I think it's going to be a nice little, uh, you know, kind of cool component of our uh, annual releases moving forward. Well, lots of unique things about just the brand Sweeten Cove in itself, right? And and yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I think a- absolutely that is uh, that that's a, a great addition, if you will. It doesn't, you know, what's in the bottles, what's most important. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I will tell you. Once I realized that that came off, I did go to the other bottles, and I'm like, "What, what am I doing wrong? These won't yeah, come off." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they do not come off. This is the first one, and uh, so that's going to be on our, you know, our annual release. It'll be that one, the basically the the two hundred dollar bottle every year. Yeah. Uh, that'll be a component of that moving forward. Yeah. So let's um, let's let's back up it. So 2020, you guys did the so the first release of Sweetens Cove. Uh, yeah. It was thirteen thousand five hundred bottles ish, right? G- give or take. Only in Tennessee and Georgia, I believe, is it was released. Yeah, it was, and there was there was uh, five batches. So there was different batches that Marianne did, and they all had a little bit of different proof on them. And so that was one of the unique aspects. And that was before my time, but there was a little variation in proof. Sometimes the variation proof was pretty substantial to the taste and the profile. Um, they were all amazing. And again, tip of the hat to Marianne. She's a you know, true rock star in our world and uh, does great things for us and blends these wonderful releases for us. And um, so, yes, yeah, so that was 2020 was a good one. Um, it, it just really got us on the map. Um, you know, a lot of people were uh, excited about the brand and really just kind of launched just to where we are today. Yeah. So, so you, you know, again, it's, it's Tennessee whiskey, right? Is, is the, is the flagship, if you will. 
Correct. Right. Yeah, yeah. We've we've moved to calling that a specialty release because it's a once a year kind of deal. It'll always come out no in time for the holidays. Um, this year it made it out a little bit later for a variety of reasons. Nobody's fault, just kind of reality. But our goal is to have it on the shelves no later than October first every year. So it's really rocking and rolling during bourbon season and for O and D. For those of you who don't know, it's in the industry what we call October, November, December. But that's really our prime holiday selling. Right. So uh, we always look to get it primed and teed up, uh, pun intended, for uh, O and D. Yeah. So and and the the um, again, you know, it's kind of the 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 staples or signature releases, the annual releases, right? I mean, their price point, give or take, around a hundred. T- 200 bucks right and yeah and- we're always gonna look to keep it around there i mean we've actually had some distributors who are like you guys are selling plenty of this why don't you walk it up a little bit but yeah. you know i mean we think we're pres- we're positioned well um trust me i get enough feedback from people who are unhappy about the price just because it's a lot of money but uh a lot of people you know feel like it's justifiable and uh you know based on the amount of the amount of volume we sell we you know we do feel like uh it's warranted. Yeah. How do you, how do you feel about the term celebrity brands or celebrity whiskeys? What what do you what do you think about? I mean, because you mentioned Peyton Manning, yeah. Andy Roddick, right? I mean, there there is yeah, tax, we're chock yeah, we're we're chock full of them. But I mean, they're and they're wonderful, you know, kind of stewards of the brand. And then, you know, the thing I think a lot of people think is or may assume is that. Um, we as a brand pay Peyton or Andy or somebody to kind of be a face of the brand. But that's, I mean, these guys are like fundamental found, you know, they're founders. These guys are, they've got skin in the game. They are, uh, they're in it for the long haul. And, um, uh, you know, I think it's, I'm not big on bashing other people, but I think, you know, you can usually tell who's really, involved and they have their fingerprints on it versus somebody who's slapping their name on it. Um, but again, there's, there's a ton of them out there. And, you know, back in 2021, uh, Esquire magazine named Sweden's Cove, the number one celebrity on spirit in the world. And, you know, we didn't really take it at the time as anything other than a testament to what's in the bottle. I mean, we didn't, I'm not one to judge, but I don't, I don't know that Peyton's really a bigger celebrity than Clooney. Um, I don't know that he's a bigger one than Ryan Reynolds, but but we outranked him, or you know, Sweetens is a brand outranked sure. him. So, you know, like I said, I think it's a testament to what's in the bottle. Um, I know that people typically understand now that in the three releases on our on our specially release, as you called it, the flagship. We you know for the listeners, our two hundred dollar bottle sake. Um, you know, we've gotten phenomenal scores, great reviews, won some awards, and I feel like you know, cred- you know, it's a credibility play for us, and a lot of people have really enjoyed what we've you know put out there. Yeah, so I'll t- kind of two party question coming back at you. Um, so one, is there? Uh, uh, well, let's talk about Kennedy. I, I won't go there yet. Let, let's go. So we, yeah. we've got, you know, so we we've got the the special release right that's coming out yeah. in O and D, and then uh, what twenty twenty two. Uh, you Sweetens decided to. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna use some terminology. You can. Uh, you can Lay clean it up me. for me. Yeah. You can clean it. You can clean it up for me. Okay. But but Sweetens came out with a. I would say a, a more budget friendly. Uh, daily, daily drinker, right? I don't know. I don't know about everybody else that's listening. I don't typically daily drink a two hundred dollar bottle. Just it. it I, I, I don't do that yet. Podcast yeah. isn't doing that good. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I've met a couple of people who do, but for you, you're spot on. I mean, you know, we the SRP. This is fifty nine ninety nine. Um, it's a blend of Kentucky and Tennessee bourbons. It's coming in at a nice little, as I like to call it, a beautiful, smooth 110.7 proof. Um, mm. Again, blended by the lovely Marianne Eves. And um, it's uh, it's done very, very well for us. So we released it April 1st, 2022. Um, there was about 70, just shy of 7,200 cases that were released. Because as a source bourbon, you know, there's it's getting harder and harder to find great product that you can, uh, you know, bottle and release, or in our case, blend and release. Sure. And, and a lot of times blending, it makes it harder. Some people think it's easier, but sometimes it makes it a little harder. And again, kudos to Marianne, but on the, you know, on Tennessee, we sold out of our stocks of it in about 130 days. 
It went oh, wow. quick. Now, the, the distributors where we had it, what markets we were in at the time, um, you know, they had to get it out and, and let people kind of realize what it was and that, you know, what we were doing. And uh, you nailed it on the head. I mean, we call it, you know, uh, much more approachable, uh, you know, it's it, with the price point that it's at, um, you know, it's, it's less than uh, a third of the price of our, of our specialty release. So it's, uh, you know, daily drinker is one of my favorite terms because again, I, you know, old forester 1920 was a daily drinker for me. Uh, Bell me bourbon reserve, a daily drinker sure. for me. Those are, those are brands I really hold a lot of respect for. And I really, you know, I can crush those if I need to. And Tennessee's the same thing around the same price point. Those two brands had walked themselves up to the mid sixties now. Um, and you know, those guys know what they're doing. So I will, uh, you know, let them keep walking their price up because it makes us look a little bit better. But, um, yeah, we're at 59 99, depending on, you know, where you right. buy your bourbons, you may get it at 52 99, 55 99. Um, but yeah, 59 99 is the core SRP for this brand. Um, and I, I absolutely love it. We've gotten some great press on it. Whiskey advocate back in December gave us the ultimate compliment named it the number number 11 most exciting whiskey brand in the world and uh you get your head around that for us i mean you know people in the business that might be a little bit of an eye roll like oh you paid for it trust me 100 percent organic we right. didn't pay for it uh it was they gave us a score of i believe a 93 um and they had seen what it was doing and we were getting a lot of great press and a lot of great write-ups and um again it's coming in at 110.7 uh I always, I rarely go into talking to consumers or the trade or, you know, retailers and talk about the proof up front. And I usually ask people, I'm like, you know, what do you think that proof is? And they're always like, uh, you know, low nineties. I mean, Marianne just crushes it, man. I mean, everything we do is in a cask strength proof profile, but with a blended, you know, it's technically not cask strength, but uh, no, everything we do is in that, you know, the 2022 release is 114 proof. Yeah. Tennessee 110.7. Our 2021 release was 113.7. And then, uh, the, you know, like I said, the earlier, the 2020 was everywhere from 99 up to, I think, 103.5 or something like that. But yeah, so everything we do is, by definition, typically overproof. But um, it's, you know, Tennessee's got a special place in my heart Tennessee definitely doesn't drink like a, no. like a one tenner that, that's it. for sure no. man it's uh -huh. yeah it's uh I mean it's got a lot of uh, kind of that the, the the maple the syrupy uh there's uh, kind of a peanut buttery thing coming out peanut brittle coming yeah. in there this one's it's good man it's yeah. real good yeah, yeah so i mean you know what one of the things i like about it also is it holds up really really well in cocktails and i'm not a big bourbon or whiskey cocktail guy i typically go with a rock or two yeah. but um you know we do some great cocktails a lot of on-premise accounts for obviously is a nod to peyton doing omaha old-fashioned and uh, so it's, you know, we're seeing that pop up on cocktail lists all over the United States, which we're happy to, you know, for them to keep doing that. Um, and then we're doing, we're doing some barrel age cocktails. So we supply a lot of on-premise accounts, bars and restaurants that is um, with five liter barrels. And then they're doing their own barrel age Tennessee cocktails. So we're seeing a lot of the Omaha old fashions or whatever they want to call it. Right. A lot of barrel age Manhattan as well. So it stands up really, really well in cocktails um and um so yeah it's it's doing really really well it's performing really really well right now um with bars and restaurants and you know the the thing about that whole whiskey advocate nod really is that it's a credibility play for us in a lot of way because you know i talked to a lot of national accounts through our distributors and you know these regional national and for those of you, you know, i mean it's pretty obvious but like a national account would be California Pizza Kitchen, O'Charlie's, Logan Steak, you know, Roadhouse, those right. guys. But um, even, you know, well, there, there's there's regional, national, but I mean, those guys are usually pretty picky as to what they're going to put on their bourbon because they only have so much space, you know, mm -hmm. shelf space these days. So the Whiskey Advocate knob was really kind of a, a credibility for play for us and kind of pushed us off the fence for a lot of people. So we're starting to engage in a lot more conversations with the trade about putting people, you know, people putting us not only on their back bars, but in cocktails and, 
it's really important to a brand to get on a cocktail list because it's just it's a it's a leverage play for us and you just get so much traction because so many people just pick up you know pick up a, a bourbon list and look and get overwhelmed and then they look at a cocktail list and go Oh, I like an old fashioned or I like a Manhattan sure. and they're going to drink whatever's in it. Cause most bars and restaurants go ahead and dictate what they're going to put in that drink. So if you can get on a cocktail and we can get a Tennessee cocktail going, it's now we're cooking and that's where we really want to be. And that's really where we're going for 2022. Cause we, um, we've significantly increased our inventories for dis- distribution with these new markets. So we've tripled our capacity of inventory for this year. So it's okay. everything we're doing is a push of volume right now. And, you know, once we now that we've opened these new markets, obviously California, massive new market for us, um, and, and we're getting into really, really big volume plays at this point. So yeah, we're excited about it. All the markets we've already been in, we'll have plenty of opportunity to buy as much as they need. But we are, you know, launching Florida, launching Arizona, launching Virginia, North Carolina, Alabama, Mississippi. Um, it's it's significant volume plays for us. So we're excited. It's great, great to hear. Yeah, the success and the the footprint expanding. Right to your point about yeah. you know na- national accounts. Right, I mean, there you're you're probably. Th- I mean, there's probably some regionality plays that come in there. But again, if yeah. you you know if I, if I go into uh, a seasons fifty two in Atlanta and this is what I like and this is what I want, I want to be able to go to a seasons fifty two in California and Absolutely. get what I like and what I want. You know, so so definitely definitely resonates there. Um, so we've got some finishes, right? So we've got Kennedy yep. that's finished in the Sugar Maple Wood. We've got the 22 release that is uh, finished in Speyside Scotch Casks. Yeah. And it, is that, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but these, those are the first two or the only two that are finished products or was the other stuff finished? No, the other two were not finished. Um, yeah. So so we've really, in 2022, was our first foray into really doing cask finishing. Um well, excuse me. Tennessee's not cask finished. Tennessee is finished with uh, Tennessee so, sugar maple spirals. Yep. Yeah. So, so Marianne, um, I was not a part of that process. So, because obviously we're in capable hands. So she did these uh, spirals that were uh, finished in the blending tank, and so that's where that little just hand of maple comes. And man, it's beautiful. And as I always tell people, you're not going to put it on your your waffles or your pancakes, but it's a really nice, really nice little hand of maple on the finish and uh, it's a beautiful thing you know the cool thing about the the 2022 specialty with those you know the space side cask was that you know space side doesn't does not impart peat or smoke no and so you know it imparts fruit and you know that that bourbon for me was really really an eye-opener um because i tasted the original Marianne blend, which was great. And then obviously tasted after it had been finished and it was finished for a short amount of time. Uh, she never really told me, I'm guessing a couple of weeks, but you know, on that, when you get a little hint of scotch on the front profile and on your nose, but then to me, it immediately turns into a beautiful bourbon finish of what I get is baked apple, cinnamon, clove, baking spices, things like that. And I mean, again, you would only want to have this straight up or with a cube or something like that. Right. Cause it's just, it's so well done. It's so well balanced, long finish, um, great with the cigar, um, just really, really cool. And, and I think a lot of people, I've got some friends who are scotch drinkers who really, they appreciate bourbon for what it is, but they were very intrigued by this or like, okay, I can drink this. So, this is, yeah. So a lot it's of a, folks, it's a gateway bourbon for them. It, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Let's, I, mm. I was, I was heading there, right? A lot of folks are like, ah, you know, bourbon sometimes is a little too sweet for me, right? It just, yeah. it, it's, it, it starts sweet, it tastes sweet, it finishes sweet. And this has yeah. definitely got, um, not a peated taste to your point, but it, it's uh, it's almost a, a kind of a, a rich leathery. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of Great oak call. coming out into this to me. So yeah, yeah. this this is uh, yeah, it's good. I love it, man. And do you think um, the finished product is that going to be a staple? I mean, obviously, Tennessee is going to be a staple, and it's uh, it's finished. Yeah. But do you think it's are are you going is you know, future releases? And I know you're not going to disclose the releases, but what do you think the vision is there? and how you how that happens 
it's a Marianne call. I mean, she really kind of walks through, you know, that with, with Mark and ownership about, you know, what she wants to do and how she wants to go about doing it and, and discusses it with Jared. You know, typically I get in, I come in on the, uh, after side of that and i get you know i get a taste and then they say go sell it um which is i'm happy to do um i would think that we will probably see finished you know releases on the specialty in the future but it really comes down to what marion can get her hands on and you know i mean if you one of the common things that kind of has been through all three releases is they all kind of have that kind of baking spice kind of note to them. And that's kind of, and I've never had that conversation with Marianne before, but it seems like a signature kind of hook for her. Gotcha. And it plays very, very well um, because it really holds up really well. And, you know, it's not, it's not syrupy, syrupy, sweet. It's not too, too sweet. It's got, you know, the thing I always love about our $200 bottles is they all have like that proper Tennessee whiskey bite to them. Yep. And, you know, by definition, they're still bourbons, but, um, you know, with this, with the, uh, 2022 release, you know, finishing it was really a nice elevated touch. And I thought really did a nice kind of job of showing what Marianne and, uh, you know, the Sweetens Coke brand is capable of doing. And, you know, we're going to, you know, I would think in the next year or two, you're going to start seeing some other uh, releases from us that will probably uh, be very intriguing and kind of round out the family of bourbons and stuff like that. So more to come there. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what Marion's got up her sleeve for the 2023 release. I just know it's going to be great. I mean, that's that's it's you know, it's hard to tell you how you know comfortable and how confident it is for me to be able to go out knowing that. I'm not trying to go out and chill gasoline or something no, because fair. somebody didn't do their job or we had a, somebody who thought they were a master blender. who was like, well, we got some ba barrels and I thought we just blend them. I mean, it's truly an art form and I'm, sure. you know, I'm in awe of what Marianne does and what she brings to the table. Yeah. Is there any conversation around, uh, actual production? And I, I mean, I, that's, I, it may be way down the road and, and maybe there's not right. Maybe the intent and, and it's just an undertaking yeah. that nobody's interested in, but. Yeah. I think at this point, you know, from, from what I've gathered and in, in conversations I've had is that, you know, I think we will remain a sourced product, but I mean, I know that we've, you know, this is in the trade. It's no big secret that, you know, we've, we've had, you know, people invest in us to help us lay down some barrels and stuff like that. Sure. But, you know, we're obviously, we're not, we don't have stills that we're running anywhere and laying down our own barrels. So, you know, we we're just, it, it financially, it makes more sense to, you know, buy some, buy some barrels that are sourced on the front end and age them ourselves and then save some money. Cause it really allows us to have better margin on Tennessee and, and, and other things moving forward but um no i don't i don't think you're gonna see a still or a, a distillery popping up on some you know some beautiful horse estate in uh, southern tennessee <laughs> but you never know with this group i mean that's the beautiful thing uh, every day you stick around long enough with this company every day there's something new coming down the pike and that keeps hard to, you know keeps my job a lot of fun well, Dan, I tried to uh, I tried to ask indirectly, like, where's it from, and uh, what what I what I got was source. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll take it at source and leave it at that. Doing a great job at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, I get that. I get asked that question every day, and I mean, it's nothing we shy away from. I mean, you know, I can reel off some some bourbons that you guys probably have on the shelves behind you um, that are sourced from like MGP mm -hmm. over the last couple of years that are fantastic. Sure. I mean, I've had some, I've had some Mattingly bourbons over the last couple of years, like store picks. I mean, my wife gets bent out of shape with me because every time I go out on the road, which is every single week, I go into a store and they've got a new something, something barrel pick. And I go, uh, you, can I try it? And they're like, yeah, we got a bottle behind us, you know, back here. Right. And I try it and I'm like, Oh my gosh. But I mean, you know, M vibe down in Chattanooga had a, had a barrel pick of one of the Mattingly's and it was like 114 proof and they called it something like the state fair. And I mean, it tasted like cotton candy and it was amazing. Wow. And it was all, it, it was all MGP. I mean, yeah. so, I mean, you know, I think when, you know, 10 years ago, even like five years ago, a source was really, you know, if you were a source product, you were vilified. Yep. And I think now people have come to realize 
great bourbon's great bourbon. I don't care really where it comes from. And if it's comes from Indiana, great. If it comes from Kentucky, great. If it comes from the great state of Tennessee, great. So I'm just excited when there's, you know, really great bourbons. Cause I mean, I've tasted and I've sold some bourbons, um, in my distributor days that, uh, were not great. Sure. And it's hard to go into the straight face and go, Hey, you want to buy this? And people go, are you joking? Yeah. I mean, what, yeah. Or yeah. When you leave and they taste it and they're like, what the hell are we doing here? Right. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Okay. So, uh, I, I know you got other things to do today, so I don't want to, I want to be conscious of your time. Um, and, and I'm going to talk about some fun stuff, uh, yeah. but, but before we do, um, you want to drop, uh, where do we find Sweetens Cove, uh, whiskey's at, uh, what, what do we need to be on the lookout for, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, currently we have distribution in uh, Tennessee, Georgia, South Carolina, Florida, Louisiana, Texas, Kentucky, Indiana, Illinois, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Colorado, Arizona, California coming April 1st. Uh, feels like I left somebody out over in the uh, Midwest, but I really don't think I did. And then for those of you who don't live in any of those states, check out our bourbons on DeWineSpot.com uh, out of uh, New York, uh, Sealbox, uh, Bourbon Outfitters. Um, all those guys have been great partners for us on online sales, and um, they are uh, really great, you know, great tools for getting some bourbons that we don't currently have distribution on in certain markets. And I don't know if you're public or not on social. I know we're friends on there. Are you, is it, are you public or private? Uh, me yeah. personally or the brand? You, oh, no, I'm, I'm private, but okay. I mean, yeah. make a request. I'll, I'm, only reason I'm private is just because I just started getting hit with like junk sale stuff all the sure. time. And it was getting, you know, as everybody does, but, uh, he accepted yeah, me. Up. So you're, uh, if you, if you requested, he'll probably <laughs> say yes. Yes, I will. I will. And then we're, uh, Sweetens Cove spirits is where we're at and you can find us uh on uh, instagram and facebook so yeah and come come check us out there and uh and then obviously the golf course you guys know where to find mr adamski colt and the wonderful john over at sweetens cove golf club uh in, indeed and, and finn included yeah i'm uh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back up there as soon i'll tell you this as soon as it dries out so fair warning uh i'm on my way boys get, get ready, get ready. <laughs> there you go there you go. Uh, all right, so let's talk a little golf, man. We've yep. uh, so fr friend of the brand, um, one Keith Mitchell. Yeah, he's, he's been on a bit of a heater uh, as of late. Had a great West Coast swing. Uh, yeah. He'll be showing up at Ponte Vedra this week at the Players Championship. Um, I think uh, you mentioned it earlier. I think before we went on, what is he coming in at like plus fifty five hundred or something plus like 50, that? Cashmere Keith plus fifty five hundred at Ponte Vedra. I mean, that could be a hundred dollars well spent for on the man. I mean, come on. Uh, Absolutely. I've already laid. The, I've already bet it before you even mentioned it. I okay. already bet it. I, I, I right. think it's uh, yeah, good good course history. I, I like it there. I think. I uh, mean, you know, Rom's Rom's Rom, and he's on a heater extreme right now. So I mean, you know, it's it's hard to think. You know, you don't want to lay something on that guy, but uh, I don't know. Rory last week never felt like he got it together, and he might be on a little. He might be a little cold, and then uh, you know, Scheffler great golfer and who knows where, you know, week to week Spieth was there and then faded late. And, um, you know, I, I personally like Max Homa and, uh, you know, I think Spieth and Homa are in it like 2,200. So there's some money to be made if you string it out and you know, spread out the wealth a little bit, there's some money to be made. Well, Homa could be a little worried. I don't know if you listened to our, uh, recap of the API, but, uh, R Ricky Fowler got a lot of attention <laughs> at, at the API. So I, I hear there was a little shift in the, uh, in, in the, okay. pip, in the pip, uh, uh pip <laughs> points there. Uh, from from Ricky to Max, I, I don't know. We'll see. It, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. I, I don't know yeah, that yeah. to be. A, I don't know that to be a fact. Yeah. Um, I like Cashmere Keith this week. That's my call. I, know he, I may regret it, but like I said, I think he's going to stay. Uh, yeah, you know, looking good and swinging good. Yeah, I, I like it as well. I think it's uh, it's on the cusp. On he's got a couple of like T sixes or better uh, yeah. out in California. So yeah, I, I think that's a, that's a great play. 
Um, what, so favorite, what's your favorite tournament on tour? I mean, you're obviously, you're a fan. I love your vest, by the way. Is that new or is no, that, this is, uh, is an old vintage? one? This is an okay. old one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get every, I mean, literally on every zoom I'm on with sales teams all over across America. They're like, can you send me one of those? And I'm like, don't, don't my, exist anymore. Well, no, yeah, they don't exist anymore is my excuse. Cause you know, and thankfully most of them don't go, well, there's gotta be a new one you can send me. And I'm like, Sweetens Cove Golf Club, shop the shed. You'll find one for yourself there. Uh, cause they are, uh, deservedly pricey cause they're very well made and quite comfortable. But, um, my favorite tournaments, I mean, you know, I, I love the Phoenix open just because it's, it is what it is. And it's yeah. bedlam and pandemonium. I was out there because we launched Arizona February 1st. So I was up there right before that. And, uh, you know, when you drive around Scottsdale and you see the monstrosity that's going on, and then this year coupled with uh, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl and yeah. and then Barrett Jackson, which people don't even think about Barrett <laughs> Jackson, but that's going on that's going on for like nine or ten days all around the Phoenix Open and Scottsdale was hopping. But um, I'm a traditionalist. Uh, I will shut it down if I can for the Masters. Um, it's just special and I, I like it and it, you know, brings out the pure and everybody, you know, that whole thing. So we're, you know, it's, it's cool. And, um, I, I haven't been yet and, uh, I'm waiting for somebody to give me an invite, but, uh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a must visit, by the way. It's, yeah, uh, it's, no, it's, no, it's no, one no. of those things you, you gotta, you know, you gotta figure that out. Yeah. I mean, get it on the shelf. I mean, we're on the shelf at Whitehorse right across the street, one of the best wood liquor stores in America. So, yeah, I mean, if I could get those guys to give me a ticket, that'd be great. Right. Wink, wink, nod, nod. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. Um, so did you play uh, TPC Scottsdale where you're out there, by the way? Did you get a chance to play? No, no, they were on lockdown. They were setting up and, uh, but it looked, I mean, the little gaps that you could see while driving by, you could see the, I mean, good gracious that course was yeah. in such good condition looks so beautiful yeah, and then i came home big, to ten it's oh it's massive and then i came home to nashville and everything was brown and wet yeah well hey, not not for long not for long no 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 Se it's seasons are changing yeah What's we're in that time do you play anywhere out of nashville that you can make mention of I play Sweetens Cove. I mean, why would I not want to make bitch? That's outside of Nashville. It, 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 <laughs> indeed, it is. Indeed uh, it no, is, I play. Know. I play all around Nashville. I don't. Unfortunately, you know, we're so busy with with growing this these brands right now Damn. that I mean, even last weekend I was coming back from California. So I didn't have any time to swing them. I, I had a little foot surgery back in November and haven't swung it much. But we're getting to that time. So my game had just gotten pretty decent for me, and then I had foot surgery and I uh, swung it a couple of weeks ago, and it was just it was a nightmare. So I'm gonna have to. Uh, get it all geared back up but uh i'm excited to and uh, i'm excited to get back down to uh the course this year sometime soon yeah for sure yeah and we're, as we all are uh and definitely looking forward to it what's um so you said you weren't much of a cocktail guy um and, and we've talked a lot of sweetens yeah. so this is if you're and you mentioned 1920 earlier but if you're not drinking yeah. sweetens what's uh what, what's your go-to so I am a big fan of 1920. Uh, I really, I drank probably more than I care to talk about of new riff single barrels during the, pan the, the pandemic. Yeah. Um, I had a wife who was miserable about the pandemic and I had a daughter in college and a daughter in high school who were miserable because they were stuck at home with their parents. And, uh, yeah, I drank a little too much of New Riff Single Barrel while that was going on. But I like what those guys are doing. I like where they've come from, where they're going. Um, their experimental stuff has been interesting. Um, but, you know, I'll, I'll drink dang near anything uh, if it makes sense. I don't, I don't chase, you know, the super, super high dollar things because I think there's so much good stuff, you know, down there. I made mention of that. Mattingly barrel pick. Yeah. Um, you know, there's some really nice makers expressions out there. Uh, Russell's reserves, you know, when you can find it, the 13 is a wonderful little, you know, it's a nice little drinker. Um, the Bellamy bourbon boys and their, you know, their reserve. Um, I liked it better when it was before they reduced the proof, you know, it used to be up at like 114 and they took it down to 108.3. Um, guessing they're trying to stretch some of their, 
their product out, which I understand and appreciate, but uh, I preferred it a little bit more to higher proof. Um, you know, the Chattanooga guys are doing some experiment, you know, come some experimental things, which are interesting. I like what they're doing. Um, yeah, there's just, again, there's so much really good bourbons and whiskeys out there right now um, that we're really fortunate in the times that we're living that there's so much out there and there's, you know, there's going to be, a ton more coming online here in the next couple of years. Cause sure. no big secret. Kentucky's got over 9 million barrels aging right now. And, uh, you know, it's going to drop some prices down, which I think the consumer will really dig. And, uh, you know, not everybody's going to, you know, drive their prices down. Some guys are going to hold margin right. and the retailers are going to want to hold margin. But, um, you know, I think some guys will come in and I think you'll, we'll see some new entrants and some people like that will come in and maybe do some interesting things. But, you know, I think the, the, there's just so much good stuff out there sourced or otherwise. I mean, I tried some Redwood empire when I was out in California. Um, I drank California had a lot of just stuff that everybody East of the Mississippi's kind of tapped out of and they allocated stuff. So I had some Colonel, I had some Stag Jr., I had some Weller 12, I had some Weller uh, Bullproof, um, and just a lot of stuff that you just don't get east of the Mississippi because it dries up food so fast. But, uh, you know, there's just, and I'm appreciative, you know, Jack Daniels, those guys have finally started doing some cool kind of, you know, individual kind of pushing the envelope for those guys and not just resting on their laurels, which I'm an, you know, I'm appreciative of, um, you know, clearly Coy Hills caught a lot of people's yeah. attention with not only the price, but the quality and things like that. And as a proud Tennessean, I, you know, I want them to succeed and do well. Um, but there's so much good stuff out there that it's just like, you know, where do you stop? And I mean, you know, green river, it's going to be interesting to see what they do in the years is some of their stuff they've laid down gets older. Um, I'm trusting that they're in good hands with Bardstown since they bought them. Um, and it'll be interesting to see, you know, kind of where they grow and, and some of these other, you know, younger guys that and younger brands that are coming up and there's still people reviving old things. Some of which I think I'm kind of like, really? And some of it, I'm like, that's kind of cool. And, um, you know, chicken Cox put out a couple of interesting things. Yep. They've gone bonkers with some of their prices. Uh, you know, I think 500 for a bottle of whiskey is kind of a, makes my eye wa eyes water, but, um, Hey, if people love it and they want to pay for it, go get it and do it. You know, and, um, heaven's doors done some cool things with some of their, you know, yep. special releases. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what fawn and the people do with, uh, with uncle nearest. And, um, Hopefully they've got some interesting things coming down the pike. So it's exciting times. I mean, I'm, I'm hyper-focused on what we do, um, but, you know, I'm going to probably after my next couple of Zooms and darkness falls, figure out what I'm going to drink tonight. And I'm going to branch out a little bit, but uh, I don't know what it's going to be. I've got, I'm a drinker. I'm not really a collector. Um, so I don't have a massive collection. You guys would probably be shocked to see my bourbon shelf right now, but um yeah, there's 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 not nearly what you guys have on back behind you guys on your. The show. only reason I, I'm not a collector either, and the only reason that I have all this shit behind me is because I'm not an alcoholic. We'll yeah, see, well, we'll, we'll see who believes that. But yeah, but yeah. Uh, never. Yeah, that that's only that's only the beginning. Uh, no, really, I've got allegedly. A, uh, by I, the way, allegedly. I, I, allegedly, yeah, I've got yeah. a retail. I've got a retail addiction, is what I have. Yeah, and, yeah. No, I, uh, no, I, I, I can't walk past the bottle, man. I see it on the shelf, and I don't. It, I mean, you know, if I'm walking by uh, Evan Williams' bottle and bond, like I ain't picking it up. I, I've got sure. two or three at the house, right? But if I'm walking yeah. by something that's like, oh shit, I haven't had that, or it's new, or I heard good things about it i'm like I, i'm not the kind that i want to go to the restaurant or bar and have a taste of it and see if i want it or not i can yeah. already tell you that i'm gonna drink it i yeah. but but I, I just want the bottle how many bottles of uh heaven's hill green label six-year-old do you have uh probably about a case last year i yeah, probably got maybe uh 10 left banger 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 and for the money i mean it's embarrassing i mean during the pandemic i literally had like two cases of the 750s and a, uh, a case of the hand the plastic Damn. handles i mean i was crushing that too because i mean it's just talk about a value play my god 1349 for a 750 and 2350 for a handle but that's not i mean isn't that out of production the yeah you can't get any more yeah, so yeah right. i mean yeah. again every time 
Man. There's legends and, and folklore about, and for some reason, I don't know why it's always Kroger, but if I'm ever in Kentucky <laughs> on business, it seems like somebody goes, oh, Kroger down the road just put out a case of Green Label, and you know everybody literally in earshot rips right. out of whatever building you're in and gets in their car and starts boogieing down to that that Kroger to see if they've got one. Um, but yeah, no, it's that was always you know one of those like oh, and I I would literally send it to friends during the pandemic and be like, here's a little gift, and they'd be like, what is this? And they'd be like. 10 minutes later, calling me back. How, going, how do I get more? Where, where, where do I get cases upon cases? <laughs> That's right. You do not. You do not. No. Blind luck. It's gone. It's gone. But uh, yeah, hopefully it's making, you know, hopefully those age stocks are making it into something good that we'll soon see. And uh, uh, maybe not as old as they're 27, but something, you know, nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they yeah. will. So you, so you said you're looking forward to picking the game back up or, or yeah. getting the game back into shape. Uh, yeah. Are you are you adding anything new to the bag this season no because i did that big time last year so i went completely overhauled the bag last year um i so i was playing some very old tailor-made bubble burners (laughs) yes before i started working for sweetens and then my my frequency of golf at least for the short time picked up yeah. and I, I was like, I got to I got to overhaul. So I'm a tailor made guy. So I bought some, uh, I went and got fitted for the first time on some tailor made, uh, the P seven nineties. And then, uh, I, uh, I kept one of my old tailor made, uh, I got a 60 degree wedge, an old one that I had that I just loved. And, uh, so I still play that's in the bag. And then I got a, um, I got a new um, uh, a putter, and the name just flew out of my head. Uh, number one putter designer in the world, Tiger Place, Scotty, Scotty Cameron. Cameron. Um, uh, 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 what's it called? To be a Newport? It's a Newport 4, I believe. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm putting with. And uh, like I said, the game's a disaster right now. So, um, but I've got my Sweetens Cove head covers, and uh, you know, did you see the? With- did you see the Ghost Tree release they just did? I did. And it's the last thing I need to see is because then I just go down there and go. I guess I'm gonna have to buy a Ghost Tree driver cover. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I'd just take a bottle down there with me, and uh, for some reason the bottle isn't coming back with you, and a head cover is. That's the way I'd play that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or you just go, "Hey, Colt, what's that over there?" <laughs> oh, log it, Dan. What what you got for Bill, man? Well, what are you most looking forward to in the next year here? Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing we, you know, we're, we're toying around with some new products in our line that, um, uh, I think are going to be really cool. Uh, again, I kind of, as I alluded to earlier without going into them, there are things that would kind of r- round out our family of whiskeys. Um, so got some cool things going on there. If we can get those find you know, the right kind of opportunities there that would be great and exciting um because every you know we are in a bit we are in a business and particularly in a category where every time i walk into a store they go i love your 200 hundred dollar bottle tennessee's working for us what do you got next and you know it's it's one of those things that you want i want to be able to give them like hey here's the next cool thing we're doing um but at the same time we're not a company known for just rushing things out for the sake of rushing things out. So, um, you know, I don't think you're going to see a bubblegum flavored bourbon from Sweden's Cove anytime soon. <laughs> Might be um, a good thing. Might be a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you can, you can bank on whatever it is. And Marianne's going to be, you know, have her signature and her fingerprints all over it. And it's going to be pretty special. So, you know, we talked about this earlier in terms of like celebrity bourbons and you, you guys have got a great team. We know Marianne, we know, we know the folks over at the golf yeah. club and everything else. So what, you know, coming into this is probably a little bit, a little bit, you know, unique for you with that, with that type of business sure. or whatnot, you know, what's pleasant kind of surprised you about how you guys are going to market with this well i mean you know there's there's as you can imagine i mean we don't have free reign with peyton to go you know i I don't get to go pick up peyton at an airport and take him to go see 15 stores with me on a day uh can you imagine how easy my job would be if that was the case (laughs) although you could only probably get to two accounts because you people you know sign an autograph we we would change your title to uh chauffeur at that point so (laughs) exactly Exactly. 
But, you know, there are patents incredible. I mean, again, I don't have that access to him, but I, there's no reason I would. Yeah. He's got, you know, he's got far more important things going on, but he's a wonderful steward of the brand and he's great to me. And, you know, I'll get on a weekly basis, something like that, especially if we open a new market, he might be like, Hey, can you tell me what stores we're in in a certain city? And he's going, you know, he doesn't allude to it, but it happens to be that he's going to play like in a, a pro am or something like yeah. that. And he knows people are going to bang on him, like, "Hey, I heard you got a whiskey. Where can I buy it?" And he wants to be able to, you know, send them in the right direction. And you know, there's also cases where, you know, Peyton will send me an email and he'll go, "Hey, Bill, meet so and so, and so and so might be." Uh, uh, former pro football player, a celebrity, a combination thereof, some random friend of his or something like that, who's looking to buy our bourbons. Um, but again, I've had those phone calls with Peyton as well, where, you know, he'll, he'll be like, Hey, I want to introduce you to so-and-so they own 15 restaurants in the Chicago area. And, you know, and then I'm like, cool, I've got it. And then that person and I go off on a separate thread and, like that, we have our bourbons in 15 different restaurants in oh, Chicago, sure. and that's distributors can claim that they have all the plug, you know, they're plugged in and doing the best job they can. You can't move product that fast. I mean, it's just, it's incredible and, and it's wonderful and a blessing when he's able to help us out and he does it all the time. Andy Roddick, big help. Um, you know, when you can get these guys to go in and, you know, we don't do any public consumer facing bottle signings for obvious reasons. Um, but when we can get these guys into a back room signing at a total one and more or a specs down in Texas, or, you know, if we could get them into BevMo in California, and they can sign 50 bottles in about 10 minutes, take some photos. We, that account is, they love us and they're going to put those bottles out. You know, I think we did it with specs summer before last with the 2021 release. And I think he was in Houston one day and in DFW the next, and he signed like a hundred bottles. I mean, Peyton can crank the bottles out, autographing them with a sharp metallic Sharpie. And, uh, he could crank them out and he was doing like a hundred bottles in like an hour and 10 minutes. And they put them out that afternoon, blasted on Twitter or Instagram and the, every bottle sold that, you know, within an hour. Yeah. And that's the way to do it if you can. So that's the blessing. But then you live by the celebrity, you die by the celebrity. And I don't really mean die. They can just, it can be problematic because I mean, I've literally had people ask very big asks of, Peyton and other people in our, in our, you know, universe. And then when you, they just can't do it. And then the people hold it against you and you're like, Man. you got to understand Peyton, you know, Peyton has a family and just, you know, he's now done with his heavy football commitments. And the day after the Super Bowl, I can't get him to, you know, the keys in Florida to come sign bottles at your tiny liquor store because you want to bring in, you've brought in two, two cases of our $200 bottle. I mean, if he was going to be around and, to, and if he could be there, he would. Cause the guys, I mean, think about Peyton and the, I mean, everybody in our universe, our celebrities and the Titans of industry that help us out. They're all incredibly nice, gracious people. And I mean, who you see on TV with Peyton is who you get. Yeah. The guy's a dream. I mean, there's a the nicest guy in the world. Cooper, hilarious, nice guy. Eli, great guy. Archie, I mean, on down the line, they're wonderful people. Andy Rod, a great dude. And I mean, it's just, we're, it's a blessing. But again, we do live by it, die by it because, you know, if you can't get one of them somewhere for whatever reason, sometimes there is some resentment and you're like, we're doing the best we can, but <laughs> doesn't always work out that way, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, you guys are doing it right. What, what's in the bottle comes first and then what you can layer on top. You, you can do 100%. what you can do. Absolutely. Speaking of yeah, what's in the bottle, I got, I got a question yeah. for Dan, oh, and no. then and then I got one more question for you, Bill, and okay. it'll, it'll it'll be a multi parter, so mm -hmm. don't don't worry, it won't be a yes or no. So, Dan, we've tried uh, Sweetens Cove Tennessee offering and Sweetens Cove Twenty Two release, yep. which is finishing the Space Sidecast. Yep. 
Um, which one did you like better today? They're completely different, right? So the Kennedy, I'm with you. It didn't taste anywhere near as hot a proof as it would have the, the, the one ten point seven or whatever it was. Uh, they're just completely yeah. different. And then the other one is it's 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 the like you guys said, it's the the gateway for a Scotch lovers bourbon. I mean, you know, I think they both have their purpose, and I think they're both rep, awesome representations of what they're trying to achieve. We get a lot of people who tell us they like Kennedy better than our two hundred dollar bottles, which. Again, you know, I'm not a big enough bourbon snob. I'm kind of like, you like what you like. And I mean, I'm not going to criticize. If somebody likes Jim Beam Orange, they like Jim Beam Orange. And that's fine. Go drink it. You know, do what you got to drink. It's not my cup of tea, but go do what you got to do. But, you know, I mean... I, I think they're both fantastic. They're both, you know, like you said, they're both, you know, their own unique kind of deals. And again, there's not a lot of people out there drinking a $200 bottle as their daily drinker. Um, so it's, you know, we're obviously a big gifting thing. Obviously father's day is a big holiday for us. Christmas, a massive opportunity for us at this price point. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I, they're, they're two different beasts. And, um, but when somebody tells me they like Tennessee more than one of our specialty offerings, I, I don't get, too offended i mean it's hey you like i'm just glad you like one of them and we appreciate your business yeah what, what about yeah, you Cal? for sure what yeah, about you? which one do you like better uh today yeah um i i like the so i've been on a, a old-fashioned kick as of late and for me today the Tennessee is i'm 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 pouring that more than i'm pouring the 22 uh, and by the way, thanks. Th these were samples. I'll, I'll be honest. Right. So there's no yeah. reason for me not not to drink one more than the other. And yeah. uh, I, it's however, what I will say is I think the 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 refreshing part about the 22 is as if, if you've been drinking a lot of bourbon and, uh, you know, you, you've got kind of that sweet. It's like ah, it's kind of getting on me. It's sweet. And if you don't want to go to a cocktail. I think the 22 is a great way to go have a little uh, palate refresher, if you will, if you want to kind of yeah. reset things. And you don't want to go total, you know, uh, Isle Scotch and, and go something crazier if that's just not in your wheelhouse. I mean, this is a good uh, it's, it's a good refresher. And then when you come back to something like a Kennedy, um, it's uh, I, don't, I don't know, it makes you appreciate it if you like bourbon more for me. That's no, no, no. But I think that's fair across the board. Uh, all right, this is it for me. So, uh, so, so two parts: um, the Waffle House and Top of the Rock don't count. Th those are just given if you're in South Pittsburgh. Um, but so you're you're a Nashville native. Yeah. So wh where are you eating and or drinking in Nashville? And it could, it doesn't have to be, we're, we're not picking favorites necessarily. Sure. It's just what's, what, what are you into right now? And then you're in a lot of markets and you're in a lot yeah. of new markets. Yeah. Uh, what, what's, what's, where are you sending me? If I'm pick a state, pick a market yep. and where are you sending me? So Nashville, uh, I'm a, I'm a brick tops fanatic and brick tops for those who don't know is, uh, started by a guy named Joe Ledbetter. He started the Houston's restaurants group and uh so there's a great backstory and you can probably google it to find out what happened to him with houston slash hillstone and then him starting brick tops uh i'm a massive fan of that restaurant um you know we're really blessed slash cursed right now is there's so many restaurants i saw a thing the other day we've had 700 restaurants open in uh downtown nashville alone in the last seven years um so it's hard to get to everything um but you know there's some mainstays uh you know i'm a big barbecue junkie and i love martin's i love edley's um i even love wits in its own you know regard and things like that I'm not a big hot chicken guy, so I don't really care all that much about that. Um, but let me tell you, moving on to the na the national thing, something I would tell you, if you're in Scottsdale, the restaurant called Culinary Dropout, mm. and it's owned by the Fox Restaurant Group, and um, so it's a little tied in, Sam Fox top notch rest, uh, restaurant tour. He uh, is partners with Justin Timberlake on the 1230 club here in Nashville. Really? And then they also, yeah, they also have the, their uh, tequila concept pushing daisies here in Nashville, but check out culinary dropout. They they're also in Denver. 
Uh, I think they're in Dallas now. I think they're uh, strangely, no offense to our friends in Huntsville, Alabama. They're opening one in Huntsville, Alabama before Nashville. Um, Top notch, really, really, really well done menu. It's, you know, upper tier. Uh, Their bourbon list is going to be Gentleman Jack, Woodford Reserve, out, in, out you know, in Arizona. I believe they had uh, Old Elk, Single Barrel. Yep. Um, you know, those those $60 bottles are kind of in their wheelhouse. Um, they have really, really great draft beer. They usually, I think they have like 22 on tap. But their menu's super refined, really nice, upscale, casual dining. They had a great burger. They had a great club sandwich. Um some really inventive stuff. They've got sushi and things like that. So culinary dropout, it's killer. Uh, I, you know, I urge anybody to go there. And then I was in Los Gatos last Friday night and had dinner at a place called um, uh, Sidecar. It was killer. Um, great whiskey bar. They have it all. And great staff. And, uh, you know, the only bad thing about Los Gatos is it's in the – dead center of all the tech stuff and it's expensive <laughs> expensive uh, expense account bill expense account just say no 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 i understand but not everybody's traveling on that like, I'm, I'm, understood understood, too, but, understood. Yeah, I, don't know, but, I don't know no, if, no. i don't know if i'm going to los gatos on vacation though i would probably be no, there work-wise work too so yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 but if anybody's in los gatos you know if you're if you work in the apple universe you're going to los gatos for something there you, there you may go. already live there yeah, yeah, you may already live there. Nice, yeah, cool. nice. Good job. Uh, Dan, that's what I got. What you got, bud? No, that's it, man. Really appreciate the time. Um, great, great. Yeah, great. guys, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's Bill Eason from Sweeten's Cove Spirits. It's been a pleasure, yes, sir. sir. I look you forward well. to seeing you uh, in South Pittsburgh, man. Cheers. Yes, sir. Thanks, Jens. Have a great night. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.